What Brings You In Today is produced by medical students at the University of Wisconsin. As medical students, we are not fully trained physicians or licensed to practice medicine. The information presented here is for entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or education. To preserve privacy and maintain patient confidentiality, identifying details about patients were changed for this podcast. All opinions expressed belong to the speaker, not their institution or employer. Hi, I'm Kaya. And I'm Haley. And this is What Brings You In Today. Sharing stories and experiences from within the medical field. So tell me, what brings you in today? This month, we're exploring the theme of inspiration. What inspires us to pursue careers in medicine? How do we keep going when things get tough? What hopes do we have for the future? In today's episode, we chat with Dr. Jasmine Zapata, a pediatrician and public health doctor, about her journey in medicine and where she draws inspiration from. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Zapata. We are so excited to have you as a guest on our podcast. We are going to have you start off just by introducing yourself for our listeners and giving them a little bit of insight into uh, what your current roles are. Wonderful. It is such an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm Dr. Jasmine Zapata, and I'm a board certified pediatrician and preventive medicine doctor. I I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I went to Marquette University to major in biomedical sciences. And then about 13 years ago, I moved to um, Madison for medical school. So I went to UWSMPH for medical school. And then after that, I stayed for a pediatrics residency. And then after pediatrics residency, I did a whole other residency in preventive medicine and public health. And that just really shaped me into who I am today. So now, as far as my academic roles, I'm an assistant professor um, and I do clinical work in the newborn nursery over at Meritor. Um, I do community-based research on combating racial inequities, infant mortality, and birth outcomes. And um, I also get to do some teaching, which is super cool. So that's my appointment at UW. And then just about two years ago, I accepted a position to serve at the Wisconsin Department of Health Services as the chief medical officer for community health, which is so amazing. In that role, I get to be the state epidemiologist for maternal and child health and chronic diseases. I get to co-chair the um, Wisconsin Maternal Mortality Review Team and serve in a lot of other senior leadership roles that really, truly impact social determinants of health for those in Wisconsin and even have some opportunities to work with the CDC on different things that impact our communities. So those big picture are the roles that I have. I'm also a mother 
of three children and a wife. And um, I love my family so, so much. And that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Zapata, for that. Um, I guess just to kind of springboard into this, you very clearly, you know, wear a lot of hats um, in the medical field. So kind of what was your initial inspiration into medicine? What was your initial drive to get into this field? Oh, great question. It's so interesting. And I tell this story all the time, but it is true. I knew ever since I was five years old, I wanted to be a doctor. And I I really don't know what was going through my head when I was a little kindergartner, but we have a little a little book where every single year you have to put who your favorite um, teacher is, what your favorite subject is, your best friend's name, put a school picture of yourself. And at the bottom, you had to check a box of what you wanted to be when you grow up. And my family kept this for me after all these years, but ever since kindergarten, um, I would check doctor. So first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, every year I had been putting that I wanted to be a doctor ever since I was five, which I think is so amazing. Um, but as, as like the furthest back memories I have is just wanting to help alleviate human suffering. Um, I was always the one who was trying to make people smile and happy, trying to problem solve, trying to just make the world a better place. I knew I was, I, even you know even though our own family had our own struggles i knew that i was blessed and i i wanted to always just bring joy and happiness to others and that was kind of like i that that was the furthest back memories i can think of but as i was um get as i got older one of the earliest times was when i was 11 where i really knew like specifically med- i i kind of started to understand what medicine was more about Um, This was when my little brother, he was admitted to the hospital for suspected seizures. And I'll never forget, he had EEG leads on his head and um, he was in the hospital for many days. And there would always be doctors in long white coats who would go outside of our hospital room every day and they would be in very serious conversation. And then right after they got done with their very serious conversations, they would come into our room and talk with us about the plan for my brother. And I I, I remember sitting there as a little girl, 11 years old, wishing that I could go outside of that doorway and be in that conversation. They're talking about my little brother, who's just my world. And I need to be part of the team, figuring out what's wrong with him, making the plan, getting to the bottom of what we're going to do to help him. And that was like my furthest back memory of when I specifically knew like I wanted to be on a team that was diagnosing and treating and leading medical care back um, when I was 11 years old. Um, So that that's there's many, many other reasons and things that got me into it. But that's kind of one of my earliest um, inspiration and memories. That is such a powerful story. I love that. And as you mentioned earlier in your introduction, you do a lot of work in addition to what you do clinically. And so I'm wondering if you have any examples of what inspired you to expand your career beyond what is like traditionally thought of as a a doctor's role, a clinician's (laughs) role. Oh, yes. Great question. So as I was going through my high school years and even in college, I did a lot of community service and I really was passionate about improving people's economic situations, their social situations. Um, 
emotional and spiritual well-being, those things I saw firsthand the importance of. And I didn't quite understand how I would tie that into just being a traditional doctor who, you know, sees patients, diagnoses and treats um, and manages care plans. So I knew that it was very important, but I just didn't understand quite how I was going to incorporate that. But I knew I wanted to be part of my long-term career. I had friends from church die from gun violence. I had young people, people that I looked up to as like a big sister, die in early 20s from different conditions that impact minority populations more than others. So as I was a hardcore pre-med student, I was seeing all of this stuff around me and I just knew like, hmm, this is important, but I have to, I have to stay focused on, you know, being a traditional doctor, but I know I want to incorporate this into my career somehow in the future. So that really was instrumental for me even deciding to go to UW School of Medicine and Public Health because I knew I want to be a doctor, but that and public health part that our school being um, very unique in that it integrates both schools made me make the decision even to just come here for medical school, which was amazing. And then during my medical school journey, just myself having some of the statistics come alive, that the very statistics that I studied and that I did community work around for me to become some of those statistics really got me interested in getting outside of the traditional clinic walls. Um, Again, I talk about it all the time, but this is what shaped me. My second year of medical school, I got pregnant. And with my second child, and I went into labor at 25 weeks gestation, I actually went in labor during a cardiology lecture in the HSLC. I'll never forget it. I had I was having an emergent C-section two hours later. And that baby was a 25-weeker, one and a half pounds. And I literally was one of those, the very statistics that I studied about college educated black women having higher rates of preterm birth compared to white women who have not completed high school. So, and then even regardless of social economic status, seeing these inequities still there, I knew those statistics, but to actually live that out, it really was a wake up call for me. And um, it, it really impacted my trajectory. So, thankfully, she. You know, so she went through a lot, many life-threatening illnesses. She needed brain surgery and procedures on her heart. She was septic, um, so many life-saving um, machines and things, but she was thankfully able to come home three months later. And when she came home, that really, that really influenced and impacted my decision to go into pediatrics. And then when I was in the field of pediatrics, there were just so many social situations that impacted me where I was literally limited in what I could do, heartbreaking situations where I was limited in what I could do in the traditional uh, clinic walls. Uh, One of the biggest things that impacted me was just um, a lot of the young preteen girls coming in after suicide attempts that, that there was a lot of things that impacted me, but that really, really impacted me a lot. And so that inspired a lot of my my decision to go into another residency program after pediatrics in preventive medicine and public health. Also, as I was going through pediatrics, um, instead of putting my time and talent and efforts into treating the babies like I had prematurely, instead of being the type of doctor who treats them after they're already born and acutely ill, which is an extremely important 
position to have. And there are so many incredible neonatologists. I just made a decision that hmm, I want to focus on prevention. What is it? How can I use my skills and my gifts, my life experiences, my talents, my medical expertise? How can I use that in a different way to prevent these babies from even being born this early, too early and too soon in the first place? Let me figure out how on a local level, a a statewide level, a national level, we can focus on um, going more upstream and focusing and advocating for change and policy and systems change that can help um, prevent these preterm births. So again, that's what inspired me to go into preventive medicine and public health. And then ultimately to where I'm at now, where I practice clinically part-time, but then spend a lot of time in a statewide role making a lot of these decisions that do impact prevention. Dr. Zapata, thank you for that. Um, you've, you've mentioned a lot about some of the inequalities um, and hardships and pitfalls that exist within medicine. And I would imagine working within that realm would be taxing. How do you draw inspiration on a day-to-day basis to kind of keep going with the work that you do? Oh, yes. That is just such a great, great, great question. A lot of my inspiration is really just focusing on my big purpose in life, big picture purpose, Um, really thinking long term. And I know sometimes it can get a bit much or heavy when I talk about this, but it's just my truth. Um, Seeing so much death personally and professionally just really lets me know that life is too short and like we can't waste any time worrying about what other people think, Um, doing things in life just to fulfill other people's expectations. You have to like understand your purpose in life and be tuned into that so that it can guide every decision that you're making. Um, When you are uh, let's say a hundred years from now, let's we're going to give us a lot of years live. Let's say a hundred years from now when People are at your funeral, reading your obituary and talking about the legacy that you left. What are they going to say? What are the things that you want to achieve in life um, that you haven't done yet or the passions you want to pursue within medicine and outside of medicine? It's really, really important um, to think about that. And so when I get discouraged or when I'm feeling, um, (laughs) when I'm starting to have those feelings that you mentioned, I just focus on my big picture purpose. Um, A lot of the things that I'm doing right now, it's not about me. It's for future generations that are going to reap the benefits from this um, and that are going to be impacted. So just staying in tune with what your purpose is, whatever that means for you, um, is so, so, so important. So tapping into my big picture purpose helps me also practicing, I call it radical self-care. That helps me as well. Some people say it's being selfish when you take out time for yourself, but actually it's not being selfish at all. You are replenishing your tank so that you can best serve others. Uh, Being a physician is one of the highest, uh, the fields with some of the highest burnout rates, suicide rates, divorce rates. We don't want to empty our cup or be running on fumes trying to help other people. That's yes, a noble cause, but that's not what it's all about to at the expense of your mental health and well-being and physical health, um, just sacrifice yourself for others. So how I look at it as um, like I'm a bucket almost and I'm I have to do things to fill my bucket so that I can it can then overflow 
onto others so that I am radically helping and blessing other people, but I am complete and whole rather than being like a bucket with a big hole on the bottom of it. And as things are coming in, they're going out. No, I am a complete and whole bucket with no holes in it. And then I have to do things to fill myself up so that that overflow can be in when I see patients, when I go advocate for change, when I'm helping make multi-million dollar decisions for our state, how we're going to prevent suicide and um, um, preterm birth and um, opioid, uh, combating opioid crisis and things like that. I want it to be from a place of overflow rather than exhaustion. So in order to do that, I have to practice radical self-care and I encourage everyone listening to do the same thing. That that looks a little different for everyone, but for what, what it looks like for me in particular is um, spending a lot of time with my family, uh, I love playing Monopoly and just laughing. I'm very competitive with games and sports. Um, so I have to do that to keep my bucket full. So I play like um, in sports leagues throughout the year with my husband and some of our friends. And we do like volleyball, kickball, um, even dodgeball. Um, it's so fun. I also like to go do anything related to the water. So I go on a lot of boat rides or just sitting by the water. I love to do that. I love to travel. I love to eat, go to different restaurants to eat seafood. Um, I love that. That helps me a lot. And then um, just pursuing my passions outside of my traditional role as a doctor. I love to do girls empowerment work um, on my off time writing books. Um, I write music, which is awesome. And I love to just be around young people in general outside of the clinic walls. So that's what I do for me. And it's not selfish. It's necessary so that I can have joy. And I can pour that out onto others. Wow. That was such an excellent answer to that question. And I'm going to take this opportunity just to thank you once again for joining us. This has been such a rich and interesting discussion, as always. In our last couple of minutes, I want to just open the floor to you to share any final thoughts that you have for our listeners. Yes, thank you so much. I just want to say to all the listeners out there, continue to pursue your purpose um, and your passions like never before. Sometimes if you don't always see the full picture ahead of you, things might not make sense or you might not even be able to see what your future will hold. Just uh, hang in there and keep taking one step after another. Just keep doing the next uh, right thing that feels in alignment with where you're headed in life. Um, that fulfills you on the inside and is in alignment with what you feel your purpose is in life. So just keep uh, taking one day at a time and never give up. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again in two weeks when we talk with medical student Stephen Trong about his inspiration for pursuing a career in medicine and science.